Welcome to the Disc Dump Podcast. I'm your host, Miles Trout, and I'm on a mission to declutter my house one disc at a time. Hello and welcome to the Disc Dump Podcast. I am Miles Trout, your host as always. Today I have a very special guest and we're going to be getting a little racy, I think, today. Uh, welcome my guest, Tristan. How you doing, Tristan? Pretty good, pretty good. Good. Today we're going to be talking about the movie Borat. Venna, Venna. So uh, prepare for some juvenile humor and maybe some, uh, some not-so-safe space talk. But first, a brief history. Borat is the 2006 film starring Sasha Baron Cohen. It is based off of sketches from The Ali G Show. This is one of the most controversial films ever made because it makes fun of foreigners, homosexuals, and basically everybody. There's a lot of improv comedy and pranks that are played. Basically, the whole movie is a giant prank. Let the show begin! The danger about this is it goes down so easy. It does. For an 8%er, this is pretty good. Sweet. I guess we can start off by talking about these beers. Yeah. Um, so what do you have for us today? Uh, this is called this is called Supercluster by Lagunitas. 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 I don't know if that's appropriate for me to say it that way, but you yeah, know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe uh, not PC or something. Yeah, this is the not PC episode. The I not guess. PC podcast episode, I guess. Yeah, yeah but uh, what do you think this flavor profile would be? It's... It kind of has like a. Nugget nectar kind of flavor. It does. It's like a sweet bitter. But a better taste than nugget nectar. Mm-hmm. I'm a Trogues fan, but I actually like this better. I think I might like it a little better too. Yeah. To be it it doesn't have a bad aftertaste. Nugget nectar sometimes can be a little rough. Yeah, it depends on like if you're eating something or not. But uh, this beer pretty much goes with anything. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm putting it on my untapped account. I'm going to take a picture right now. Um, <laughs> so... Anyone who cares to follow my beer reviews, I am Milosh07 on Untapped. Do you have an Untapped account? I do, but I don't really keep up with it. Ah, I know. That's I'm kind okay. of lame. I kind of drink the same thing. Once I, once I find what I really like, mm-hmm. I just go to town. I mean, that's a good idea. I like yeah. to try all the different ones, and I get burned probably more often than I yeah. do. Like, I know what kind I like, but I'm still like, I'm even trying the kinds of beers I know I don't like just because I want to check them in. Yeah. Like, what did I, I had like a coffee stout for breakfast in Vegas, and I hate stouts, and I hate coffee, but I was like... This one sounds cool, though. Like, Those are usually pretty tasty, I think, at it, least. It was like supposed to be waffle breakfast flavored or something. I was like, well, Ooh. how can I not try a waffle yeah. beer? So, yeah, that was pretty good. I'm going to give this guy a 4 out of 5. Nice. That's yeah. a solid rating. Actually, I might do 4.5 out of 5 because I really like this one. It's good. Yeah, Dude, once I uh, I made a mistake of buying, what was it called, Bells? Bells? It's like I bought a whole, I forget, Two Hearted Ale. Oh, I love that shit. Dude, I bought a whole case of it, and I was not a fan. So I was, like, miserably drinking this stuff. And they're I, the like, ones I with, bought it. They're the ones with the trout on the front, Yeah. Right? And yeah. I was like, oh, I love trout fishing. Yeah. I love IPAs. It's going to be good. And then I bought it, and I was like, it's why? bitter, 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 bitter. I love bitter. The bitter, the better. But this, I, I just wasn't a big fan of. It did not make your mouth taste better the next day, I'll tell you no, that. Like, no. Well, I don't know about your mouth, but <laughs> <laughs> my mouth definitely does not taste better the next day. <laughs> Yeah, I'm um, glad that I do not know that. <laughs> uh, did I leave the movie on behind me just without any sound? I did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you just start laughing, I understand why. Yeah. I'm going to check this in, podcasting with Tristan, and we're going to say this is a can. Boom. But, um, yeah, being a parent is a lot of fun. Yeah. I know. It's um, kind of young, being a parent, like 22. Yeah. And a lot of things you have to learn, so... Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, I don't know if you plan on having kids or not, but maybe gonna, someday. Yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah. a lot of fun and um, a lot of stuff you're scratching your head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Jesus>. It's new, man. <laughs> Everything's new. So you were 22 when you had your kids? Yeah, 22 when we had our first. So. Wow. Yeah. Were you married at the time? Uh, we technically, well, we found out that she was pregnant. We were engaged, and then we got a, uh, we got married like I think 17 days before. Wow. Before she gave birth, I was like, let's uh, speed this process up, okay? Yeah. <laughs> was she, like, wedding dress kind of wedding or? Yeah, shotgun? yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, we were. Uh, we actually got married at the church we were going to at the time. 
Nice. So it's been a long time since I've been back to church, but at that time we were going to church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right on, right on. Well, congratulations on getting married. I don't know how long ago that was, but... Uh, seven years ago as of uh, the 10th of February. Wow. So yeah. your oldest is seven then? Yeah. On the 27th, she'll be seven. Very cool. So, Very cool. Yeah, That's like first grade, right? Yeah. She's in first grade. She's All right. It. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I don't know much about kids, but for some reason I remember seven is first grade, so... Yeah. Seven. Yeah. I'm, I'm terrible with that. Like if unless my daughter's in that grade and she's that age, I'm like, mm, so what grade would that make them? I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not good at kids. Anything kid related, I, I'm I'm okay with dealing with them when they're in front of me, but I don't know anything. Like, yeah, it's help tough. me with the homework. I got nothing. Yeah, <laughs> and I keep thinking, well, it's been not too long, maybe about a year or two. I was in college then, a year or two ago, mm-hmm. and I did some math then. But I'm I'm wondering how math will be when they, you know, math can't change too much, but the way that they they changed it pretty abruptly yeah. and, and it's crazy profoundly yeah i'm like i don't know if it's gonna be foreign to me or if i'll be able to help them figure it out but did you see that video online where like the teacher is explaining how to do like a complex multiplication problem and someone makes a video of them doing it the old way and then they make a cup of coffee drink it and walk the dog before the teacher's done explaining no. how to do it that's no. pretty funny no, i have to watch it <laughs> yeah it's a pretty good one because it's like so complicated and ridiculous Anyway, so the reason that I picked Borat for this one is every time I talk to you, you go, very nice, how much? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, like you. I like sex. It's nice. It's nice. <laughs> I can't say that too much at work. I might be frowned upon. Yes, indeed it would. Yeah. You're in a pretty PC culture there. Absolutely, yeah. Um, did you see this movie in the theater? I didn't, no. No? No, I was actually not allowed to watch the movie when it, when it first came out. Which we, makes We were sense. told it's too crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty something. But we were allowed to watch ba- uh, basketball. So yeah, I actually I don't like, think I've seen that one. Really? Yeah, isn't um, that the, the South Park dudes? I'm not sure if it's South Park dudes, but... Uh, you have to watch. It's pretty. It's it's a good movie to watch. You have to watch it. Yeah, is it? As, maybe we'll do a podcast about that. Yeah, maybe we'll do that one next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I saw Borat in the theater, and oh, I saw it that? with my father. Because <laughs> oh <my laughs> it looked funny in the commercials. I had no idea. So, what all I remember about the commercials was that they were him walking around with that weird leotard bikini bottom that goes over <laughs> his shoulders. Yeah. But that was such a brief part of the movie. But that was where I was like, this movie's going to be crazy. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> hang on to your seat, Pop. Like, yeah, it's going to be wild. It gets crazy. By the way, is the scene where they're like wrestling naked happening behind me? We're getting close to No, that. it's actually not playing at the moment. It was, and then it stopped. Oh, that's weird. I don't know if you paused it. I might have. I don't know. <laughs> but that scene is probably my favorite scene. That's your favorite scene? Favorite scene. So funny. Where they, From beginning to end. They, when they like, get tackled on the stage and all. They like make his dick look like it's like two and a half feet long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when they're blacking it out yeah. when he's walking down the hall. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So Dude, I was like, ridiculous. I wonder how how like how far they're gonna take this because it had been a little bit since I watched it. So I watched it uh, Thursday night, and I was I just forgot how visual that movie is when <laughs> just, they were rolling around in the bed. And I was like, wow, you can see everything. And yeah, it's on his face pretty much. I don't know how they got that movie in theaters. Like it was crazy. Yeah, nothing could have mentally prepared me for being like fifteen, sitting next to my dad <laughs> in an R-rated movie, and two naked men are rolling around. Yeah, it's <laughs> like son. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we were crying, laughing, but yeah. it was so hot. You must have a pretty, a pretty good a dad with a good sense of humor. He's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, he's all right. <laughs> My wife and I watched this uh, movie where uh, it was like a couple sex scenes in it, and that's fine for us to watch. But her grandmother, her oh. great grandmother, was mm-hmm. watching it with us because we were over at her house keeping her company, and it was the most awkward experience. I mean, I was laughing, but for her, I could see Allie, and she was like, this is terrible. What was the movie? I forget. I was just trying to think of the name before I said something, but I could not forget. But it was super funny. It was super awkward, too. Yeah. I the wa- more awkward, the better. My mom said that, like, the most awkward experience of her life was I was sick home from school one day, and she had gotten me the movie Knocked Up on DVD, and I said we should watch it together. And apparently the sex scenes in that were just too much for her to handle. Yeah. <laughs> like, she couldn't fathom the idea of me understanding what was happening on the screen. How old were you again? Uh, when did that one come out? Like 2008, maybe? So that would have made me 17. 
Oh, that's fine. Come on. It was weird. Though. I guess they want to weird. shelter you from that kind of stuff, or just said, or just put their head in the sand and act like you don't know what that is yet. I think so. Well, like especially the scene where like he gets her knocked up. He's like, "Can I take the condom off?" And she's like, "Whatever, just keep going." And oh. my mom was like, <laughs> "Like that's not what you do, son. Like, don't don't do this." She was sewing at the time, and then the machine just started going nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> she was trying not to hear what was happening. She's like, "Oh, what did I do?" <laughs> yes. So I'm glad I've never watched this movie with her. But yeah, the I, I every time I start watching this, I forget about like some of the funniest moments of this movie. Like when he just is like fucking with people on the street. One dude screams, "Get away from me!" And he just starts running, and the yeah. Borat chases him down. The I'm street. like, is this real or is this staged? And I guess most of the movie was was just uh, on a wing. Mm-hmm. He got sued by so many people. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I heard that the people on the bus are the like frat boys that pick him up at one point. They like they are suing him because he, they're saying that they were actors and he was saying they weren't actors or something like that. Um, yeah, two of them um, sued. I was actually reading about this uh, trying to, before we started the podcast. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, let's brush up on some of these facts here for Borat. Mm-hmm. But I guess one, of, both of them sued. Two, two out of the three did, and uh, they dropped the lawsuit. But one of them actually left uh, the university because really? they were, I guess, being harassed. And I was like, well... Some I mean, of the stuff you said was pretty questionable. Yeah, yeah. I'll fuck it. I'll do it. I don't yeah. remember exactly what he said. What they were talking about, but it was dirty as shit. I guess they. I guess before they got on the bus, they were being bought drinks mm-hmm. at a bar, and then they're like, "Hey, let pick us up in your RV," and yeah. that's how it all started. Jesus. And I was like, "So you got, y'all uh, got set up pretty good." Yeah, but I mean, they said one. what they said. Mm-hmm. I doubt they were actors. They did not look like very good actors. No. That was pretty pretty typical frat boy stuff going on. It was. My favorite part of the movie is when they uh, they buy a bear for self defense. Yeah. And they yeah. Like, play the ice cream truck music. Yeah, like a, a like a pet theme park or something. Like what what can you provide me for self defense? And they show up with a bear, and I was like, wow, how random is that? They have the ice cream truck music going and a bunch of little kids come running up in the bear that part i wonder if it was staged or not because it that the kids like dispersing the way they did i was like i don't know maybe they kind of set that up because how would that look to officials with the bear and you're in a neighborhood and these kids are coming for ice cream yeah like i don't th- i don't know how they could have even driven around with a bear yeah like that i feel like all the bear parts are staged but holy shit yeah. that was funny yeah I was watching the. Uh, I was watching it earlier. I only made it about halfway through, but the uh, the scene where he's going to get a car, he's like, "They tell me I need to get one with a pussy magnet." <laughs> that means that women will like your car. Where do we put this magnet? Yeah, he's like, "This does not exist here in America." <laughs> the magnet is the pussy magnet. Did you ever see? Uh... Do you ever see the special features on the DVD? No, I hardly watch special features. The They have deleted scenes on it. There's one where he goes into a grocery store, and he walks down the cheese aisle with the owner of the grocery store, and every single item, he picks it up and asks what it is. No. <laughs> every single item, uh-huh. and the guy's just like, that's cheese. He's like, well, what is this? Is this a rice? <laughs> no, that's cheese. Uh, is this some uh, maple syrup? No, that's cheese. Yeah. Like, it just goes on and on and on. So you mean so to tell long. me this is cheese? Pause. Not. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the guy who was trying to teach him humor in the movie. Yeah. Uh, actually figured out who he was halfway through, but he had already been paid, and he was like, "This is gonna help my career." Anyway, yeah. So I'm just gonna keep rolling with it. Yeah. That, but made, that was pretty clever. That's pretty guy. good. Uh, have you ever watched the Ali G show? No, I don't think. I think I maybe I've seen like small snippets, but I've never sat down. And actually watch it mm-hmm. I, I i bought it recently so i'm excited like i have it on like a box set but I, it's hard for me to get into it i just i got it because i wanted to see the scene where he interviews donald trump have you seen that no, no. oh my god it's so funny is it? i've seen it online he's just like sits down with donald trump and he's being real uh, urban shall we say and he's like you need to understand about the music industry and donald trump's like all right thank you goodbye now <laughs> like that's not happening yeah it was oh my god it i'm was surprised amazing. i didn't show up in their slander against him when he was running for uh office i mean he was pretty t- tactical about how he got out of the situation yeah. but it was fucking i hilarious. love the zach galifianakis episode where he's doing that what something with ferns uh between two ferns yeah with hillary clinton oh, oh. my god God, I didn't so see that funny, one. Dude. Oh my god, I gotta see that. He's like, uh, give me a sec. We're gonna run an advertisement, and then it's uh, Donald Trump, you know, endorsing <laughs> himself. He's like, this is endorsed by Donald Trump. And she's like, why would you run an ad by my competitor? <laughs> she was so upset, like actually pissed. And I was like, oh my god, that's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Uh, I think that how today is going with 
how they're trying to repeatedly go after Trump and keep missing. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they're pushing him right towards another election. It's, I have a feeling he's going to win again. I don't know if it's good or bad. It's just kind of my perspective on it. Yeah, it, I, I definitely think that they're alienating his fans so much that they're like going to go for it. Yeah, but I'm I'm not. I try not to get too political in general, let alone on my podcast. But like, I don't know. I I my position is just that. I don't really want anybody to win, so I'm okay with talking about anyone. Yeah, you're just <laughs> so, like, forget it. Let's like, go. I gave Bernie Sanders money because he made a good, compelling argument why I should give him money, and then he's asked me for money systematically every single fucking day yeah. since. It's like a cat that you feed him a little bit, and then he <laughs> comes back, back every day. Yeah, because <laughs> if you fed me once, maybe you'll feed me like 3,000 more times. Today yeah. I'm in Las Vegas, and I really need you to just give me another $2.30 yeah. from Long Island. Anyway, I'm not good at impressions because that could have gone Donald Trump too. I don't know. Yeah, that definitely could have. I was like, I was waiting for the huge part. Yeah, I don't do huge. impersonations as well. No, um, my brother's pretty good at them. Is he? Yeah, I don't. I don't really mess around. I might. People might get upset if you start doing other languages and they're like, oh, you're not this. Yeah, people get upset about it. That's why Borat probably didn't do so good. Well, I mean, it did great at the time, but I, it, what is he considered? Uh, he made up a country. Yeah, but his like ethnicity. He's actually Jewish. Oh, he's Jewish. But he said the N-word, and I was like, is he allowed to say that? He's not allowed to say that. <laughs> I guess because it's technically a movie. Yeah, but... It, this, is, <laughs> this is super awkward. If, if, he got canceled before the cancel culture because of this movie. Like, everybody was fucking pissed at him. Yeah. But this movie was such a huge success for that reason. It but was, it bashed on everybody. Everybody. Every single ethnicity. <laughs> you were just like, wow. Well, okay. Well, he did this to that. All right. That's, yes, it's okay. A bang, bang. Skeet, skeet. Yeah. Like, looking for the place to park my ride. I was like, oh, my God. It's like, sir, we're going to have to ask you to leave. Find a place. Why you have pictures of Jews on your walls? Yes. <laughs> because yeah. I'm Jewish. And then, like, like all the screaming sounds. <laughs> I think my, another, my second favorite part of the movie is when he's at that, uh, that, dinner with the uh, church officials and the other oh yeah and uh poops in the bag yes and he brings the bag up and and he's like where do i put this and she's like oh oh like (laughs) then she realized Mm, she tries to just teach him how to use the toilet and he's just not having it yeah and then he brings that uh prostitute (laughs) uh when i was actually in vegas i saw an advertisement that she's in some kind of show out there she has like a residency So I was like, wow, things went pretty well for her. She was a, I think she's a comedian. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she played a pretty good uh, convincing part in that movie. She's funny. If yeah. you watch the commentary of her, I feel like every podcast I've done lately, I'm like, if you watch your special features, yeah. this is what's <laughs> happening in this DVD. Yeah. But the show's about DVDs. They have special features. That's the point. Anyway, so she was talking about how, like, she felt the whole time, like, she couldn't keep up with him because he's just so quick and so sharp. Like, the dude's a comedic genius for sure. Yeah, but Sasha Baron Cohen. Mm-hmm. Yeah such a good i think he's a funny dude he's a funny dude my girlfriend said he just like start he's starring in some kind of serious role and i mean he's a really good at improv so i wouldn't be surprised if he's able to do like serious as well as funny i'm surprised he still has a career mm-hmm. isn't he married to isla fisher isla fisher yes the hot red or the hot redhead from uh wedding crashers mm-hmm. i was like yeah well i was wondering i was actually talking to a co-worker and i was like i wonder who who he's married to. And I, I was like, I wonder if she looks half decent. I was like, wow, he's doing Foxy, pretty well Foxy. for himself. Yeah. Yeah. She's a good looking lady. I was surprised. Mm-hmm. Well, how about when he's uh, chasing, what's the dude's name that he's traveling across the country with? Uh, I forget his name, but who, whatever his name is, he's chasing him through the hallways with a big old dildo and they're on like that elevator. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is real. <laughs> this is real. I forgot all about oh. that. Oh, my God. And then uh, he's talking to that congressman, that Republican, and he was like, uh, so you mean to tell me to try and put rudder fist in anus? He was a homosexual. Yeah, he was a homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> he gets, like, real serious. Uh, I got to text my lady to kill the heat. It just, like, overrides everything. It's actually not bad down here at all. Temperature-wise? Yeah. I have been running that for, like, an hour, but over the winter, it got brutal down here. Yeah. It's but, not the winter anymore. Well, no, I mean, no, you know much. what I'm saying. <laughs> When there was, like, snow on the ground and shit. Not that it happened this year. Yeah, serious. We got really lucky Mm -hmm. without having much uh, snow on the ground. I'm like, yes. My kids are like, where's the snow? And I'm like, keep it away. Yeah, you don't want it. Yeah, you don't. Later you'll realize when you have to drive. You don't want it. Yeah, right now it's fun. You get to build snowmen and sled. I never even liked it then. Like, I was just like, it's cold. I hate this. But I came from a house that we had, like, a huge, very, very long sidewalk. So every time it snowed, it was, like, 
a two-hour affair just to shovel, especially during the blizzards and shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was like, my back hurts. <laughs> yeah, for real, though. It was more than two people's worth of job, but me and my sister had to do it by ourselves. It was awful. Yeah. But Shoveling's, like, the worst part. I'm pretty lucky and fortunate the house that we, um, that we got has just a small walkway in the back and a very small section of sidewalk in the front, mm -hmm. and that's all I've got. So I'm like, yes. That's not too bad. Yeah. yeah I'm ex that's exciting. Mm -hmm. It's sad that it's exciting. As an adult. Yeah, we're grown ups. This yeah. is so boring. Like, oh my God, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, maybe I'll get a snowblower. I'm like, for what? Yeah. What do I need it for? Yeah. When I was a kid, I was like, I wanted a, uh, a ride on mower, but it's like, why would I need that? Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Like, she has like a quarter of an acre of grass, but most of it's like patio and shit that she's built. So, yeah. if I had a ride on mower, I would use one tank of gas the whole summer. Like, it yeah. wouldn't be worth it at all. It's just kind of cool to ride around with those double, uh, the helmet with the two beers on the side. Yeah, that's definitely. When I was 16, I would have loved that oh, shit. Oh, heck yeah. You're like, give me some Bud Light. <laughs> How about a Coke? Put, put in Mountain Dews and just be yeah. buzzing. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> that's another movie I want to do sometimes. Oh, my God. Oh, he's Ricky in that Bobby. movie. Sasha Baron Cohen's in yeah, that movie as well. Yeah, he's the bad guy, isn't he? Say, I love crepes. <laughs> I will break your arm. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I love that movie. America. I haven't seen. He did a movie called The Dictator. Have you seen that one? I have seen. I saw like advertisement for it, but I never did watch it. I never saw it either. How about Bruno? I could not. I couldn't make it through. Dude, I watched maybe fifteen minutes of it. And I was like, okay, I gotta stop. I made it pretty far, and I laughed my ass off at the funny parts. Yeah. But the parts that are literally just gay porn, I was like, <laughs> I can't do it. Did you like the helicopter with his dick? And yeah. I was like, like, oh my god. That's like a transition into something. It's yeah. just like a dick wagging around, and I'm like, you know. I'm comfortable with it, but this is too much. Yeah. Like, I'm comfortable with a dick being present. Like, that's fine, but you are making it the primary focal point for a long There's no time. way to look around this one. Yeah. It's just right there it was in your face. ridiculous. My favorite part of that movie is in the first, like, 15 minutes where he's... <laughs> <laughs> he sticks a, uh, a bottle of champagne up his boyfriend's ass, and then he, like, picks up his boyfriend to pour the champagne in the glasses. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Or when he's got uh, Jennifer Lopez coming over, and he's got the uh, these Mexican dudes laying down with the food on their backs. I was like, wow, this is crazy. I don't know if I saw that part. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is... And that's before I was really aware of any, like, this PC culture stuff. And I was even at the time, I was like, this is a little much, man. Like, I, I get that he wanted to push the envelope after Borat. But Borat is, like, in that perfect sweet zone of, like, this is too much, but I'm not going to throw up. <laughs> yeah, you can't really label him anything, like, exactly. But you know it's, like, borderline too much. Yeah, like, it came at the age where I think a lot of young white men and in the day would use the word Jew derogatory and think it was hilarious. Yeah. And it was just, like, perfect timing. Yeah. That, that was the thing. And then he came into the play, and it was, like, the... <laughs> We used to call my, my brother, uh, he used to say he had a Jew fro. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, you cannot say that. No, I definitely used to say that about yeah, myself, yeah. too. Was, I had a Jew fro. He would let his hair grow and be super curly. I'm like, Cora, when are you going to cut that Jew fro? And it's like, oh, now you're going to get fired from your job. <laughs> when, I, uh, when I was a kid and I used to say I had a Jew fro, a lot of people would ask me, are you Jewish? And my answer was always, I have descended from Jews, which is not not true, but it's also like, I'm pretty sure it's not just an ethnicity. There's like more to it than yeah. that. But yeah, Italian Jews were in my line. And then when Mussolini took over, they fled to Austria and gave up Judaism. And then Hitler took over, and they were glad they gave up Judaism. Cause, wow. Yeah. And then good timing up, on their behalf, right? Yeah. And then <laughs> it's they, terrible. It was forced to that, but it was a good timing for them. Yeah, they ended up being unintentionally Nazis, like fighting in the Nazi army and shit. It was oh fucking crazy. God. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So I'm glad that everything worked out the way it did because now I'm sitting in a nice, cozy house in Pennsylvania. Yeah. But it, it got crazy back in the day, I yeah. guess. Yeah. <laughs> and so. Dutch Pennsylvania. Yeah. So, yeah, my my grandpa, he was in the Hitler Youth. You ever, are, do you see commercials for that movie Jojo Rabbit? No. It's a comedy about the Hitler Youth where, like, one of the kids, the main kids, he fantasizes Hitler as his, like, imaginary friend and shit. And it, it looks funny as shit, but it also is, like, a historical drama at the same time. Yeah. I kind of want my grandpa to see it before he passes because I feel like... It'll either deeply upset him or he'll think it's hilarious. I don't know which, but... Like, get them out of my face! <laughs> yeah, like, he's, whoa! 
I don't, know, I don't know why I made an accent for your grandpa. <laughs> he has a German accent. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> Get him out of my face. Yeah. Yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> Jojo what? Yeah. Like, what do you want me to watch, Miles? I'm like, come on. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was trying not to uh, try not to bring too much. I have a a really tasty tequila called Milagro. Mm-hmm. I was going to bring that over, but I was like, if I start drinking beer and tequila, tequila I might be hanging out for more than like an hour, an hour and a half. I'll be, I might be staying the night at Miles' house. Yeah. <laughs> we'll fix you up in the guest room. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's all right. I'll sleep down in Dungeons and Dragons. It's all right. Chill down here. Yeah, why not? But, yeah, we. Uh, I'm not a big tequila man myself. I'm, I'm a rum man pretty much exclusively. Rum and good. vodka are the two that I can do. Uh, vodka turns me into a complete asshole. That's what tequila away. does to me. Really? Mm-hmm. Oddly know. enough, whiskey, though, it literally immediately gives me a huge headache. What about acid reflux? It does well, it to me so bad. That happens just in general. But oh, man. Yeah. Age, I guess. We're getting older. Big John brings over whiskey all the time, and he goes, you're going to like it. <laughs> you don't say no to Big John. Yeah. So we've had days where I literally have just had a couple sips of it, and the next day I'm just, like, so hungover, and that's the only alcohol I drank. Really? It just it's that bad. It fucks me up. up. Yeah. Like, I don't feel drunk at the time. I just feel awful. So, yeah, I don't drink whiskey that's for that how reason. Yeah, with just about anything but tequila. Tequila's, like, a sweet spot for me. Yeah. I don't get, hung- I don't get hangovers. I really do not. And most people exaggerate when they say that, but I can drink a good bit of tequila, and the next day I wake up completely fine. That's kind of how I feel about rum for the most part. My girlfriend drinks tequila. I remember when I turned 21 was the first time I had tequila and it, someone bought me a tequila sunrise and it was just like, I can't do this. Dude, there's gross. a good tequila and there's bad tequila. Most of it's bad. Like Patron isn't what it's cracked up to be and it's actually, it's actually an expensive mm-hmm. tequila. But What's the kind you like? Milagro. Milagro. Milagro, yeah. I don't know. There's. I'm not going to attempt to say like in there. You shouldn't uh, do yeah, that. It's no. too much. Yeah. You'll never get a job on that. No. Yeah, it'll be done, right? <laughs> but uh, I like to drink some of the, I guess they call it silver, which is like the I've seen that before. basic mm-hmm. uh, stuff for like mar- uh, margaritas. I think I have some of that upstairs, actually. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Is it? And uh, I'm going to botch this one, but like Reposado or something like that. It's the next one up, and there's Añejo. Añejo is like the finer age stuff, and that's mm-hmm. the stuff I have yet to try because it's very pricey. Breaking Bad, they drink something that ends with Añejo. I think that just means tequila. If I'm well, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, but I'm, they they drink like three hundred dollar bottles of whatever this tequila is, and wow. they like kill people with it and stuff. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So um, yeah, expensive like that. Now Añejo makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, I one of the first tequilas I had outside of my twenty first birthday was called Aztec Gold. That's Az- I've heard of that. Yeah. That's uh, it's a lot like. Vlad vodka. Oh, terrible story. <laughs> yeah, they're basically the same thing, just different kinds of liquor. But you have terrible Vlad stories. I think oh, we all have terrible God. Vlad yeah. stories. <laughs> I was like 16, went to my cousin's house. Her dad was out of town. I think they're at the beach. And um, of course, I've never really drank like that. So they have a bottle of uh, Vladimir, and I've been taking like shots, oh. drinking some beer. And then towards the end of the night, I just take and I start pulling the trigger on that thing, drinking a ton of Vladimir. I don't know. I don't know any better. I've never really drank. Yeah. And I, after a while, it, it started tasting like water. Oh, no. Yeah, That's so, a bad sign. Yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> and they're trying to rip it out of my hands, you know. I'm not, like, short, so I'm, like, way up there. And mm-hmm. I'm just drinking this thing. And next thing you know, I'm just like, oh, I feel good. And then I just wake up in, like, small segments of memory where I'm, like, throwing up. <laughs> you're blacking out. Yeah, like, throwing up, and they're, like, trying to shove bread down my throat. I'm trying to save you. I'm like, you're going to kill me. I can't breathe. Choking on Like, I can't chew. Why are you doing yeah. this to me? <laughs> yeah. I learned a big lesson at 16. Do not drink Vladimir. Yeah. Or just drink that much. But it's, like, perfect for jungle juice, though. Oh, no. I've never had jungle juice. Well, I've heard about it. It's different every place you go because it's literally just whatever kind of juices you have, pour them all in a bowl, and then dump two bottles of Vlad in, and there you go sounds like a headache in a in a bottle that's basically that yeah some people say they make them in bathtubs uh, that's disgusting. <laughs> I put I my feet in bathtubs. Yeah, like. I put more than my feet in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we had to clean my daughter's shitty asses in the bathtub that night, so I, don't, I couldn't imagine drinking out of it. <laughs> yeah. Scrubbing bubbles ain't gonna get all of that out. <laughs> I can't watch bleach you when I'm pouring there. It's not working. Yeah, uh, I usually make it in bowls. <laughs> And not toilet bowls. Not here, toilet right? bowls. Well, sometimes. Depends yeah. on where you are. <laughs> How about when, uh, who was it? Was it Borat when he's like 
dipping his hands in the toilet and splashing his face. Was I that... think that was Borat. Oh my! It? I was like, wow, that's real too. <laughs> and he washes his like clothes in the Hudson River at one point. He's like taking his shit right in front of Trump Tower and was like, that's all right. Yeah, that was a thing. I'm surprised people aren't for this movie right now. Yeah, like, right. I'm like, excited. Oh man, I'm. Anyway. <laughs> don't want to go down that way. I mean, I kind of do. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> don't go down that rabbit hole. Let's try and keep it stuff. somewhat PC here. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, man, that is some good beer. Yeah, super good. I'm regretting not giving it five. Like, <laughs> it's still time. It's still everyone time. says that like you should drink a beer completely before you rate it because I've definitely given things higher ratings than they deserved. Also. Yeah. So. And this uh, this isn't terrible either. Some beers you get like hang- hangovers. Mm-hmm. Well, you just told me you can drink as much tequila as you want and not get a hangover, yeah. so I don't know if you're a good gauge. Yeah, I don't know if I'm a good gauge for that. It's like a one size fits all. I don't know if you can do that with, with me. Yeah, I don't know. I try to be a little more optimistic about things, probably mm. more than I should be. That's a 10. <laughs> that's a 10. <laughs> like, why are they chewing on the podcast? Yeah. Oh, that's such a, that's such a, like a, a pet peeve of mine. Is It's the number one pet peeve. Is when, when people eat during their podcast? That, and, when, and just in general, when they're chewing with their mouth open, I'm just like, oh, I could kill you right now. Have you been listening to Two Bears, One Cave? It, oh, yeah. There's, it's like a faux pas to talk about podcasts on your podcast, so we'll is it? chop this out. Yeah. Yeah, but in Two Bears, One Cave, they've been eating uh, Uncrustables. Into the mics. Oh, it's so hot. Yeah, it like burns your mouth. And it and burns, like, but it's like so disgusting yeah. to listen to. It's I find it deeply upsetting. They say it's like a syndrome, <laughs> like some sort of a mental illness to find this bothering, like to, for it to bother you. They for say it's. I think it's pretty normal. Yeah. It's like I don't know. It's strange to hear someone else chewing with their mouth open like that. It's like you I'm know how many manners? on day shift. They turn on the TV whenever anyone's in the break room, and I'm so glad for it because when they don't, I just hear all these old ladies like. Oh no! I can't I, take it. Yeah, oh, it drives me fucking. I'm nuts. super guilty because I I don't chew with my mouth open, but I breathe extremely hard. I don't know if I'm like really in love with this food and I'm like breathing to like. You breathe like James Gandolfini. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, and uh, I actually had my coworkers and we were joking around like, yeah, you breathe kind of hard and <laughs> and you tap your feet when you're eating. I was like, okay, I'll try and. I'll, I'll work on that. that. Thank yeah, you. I, yeah, thank criticism. you. Thank you for the constructive criticism here. <laughs> I appreciate the culture we've created here. I had that. My girlfriend set up like a little breakfast table for us to sit next to each other while we eat in the morning, and like the whole time I'm just like, <sighs> and I it like it bothers me so much that we're just sitting there in silence and she can just hear my breathing. Yeah. You ever watch The Sopranos? Uh, not really, no, no. 90% of the Sopranos is them sitting around a table eating, like, so. a vast majority of that, and they're all just breathing like that the whole time, and it's so cringy to me. Like, it's an amazing show, but when they just sit and eat for half an episode, you're yeah. like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> if you watch the first season, Tony Soprano's kind of, like, lean and, and fit, but by the end, he's just huge because all they do on that show is eat Italian food. Just eat and eat. Eat and eat and eat. There's at least one five-minute segment of every hour-long episode where they're eating. That's crazy. Because that's where they, like, discuss business. So they're just eating lasagna and spaghetti. And it gives me kind of a reason not to watch The Sopranos with that. Because I'll fast-forward movies just to get away from hearing from people eating talking. Scenes? Yeah. Or Dinner not for talking, sh- but eating. Yeah. yeah. Dinner for Schmucks must have been a rough one for you then, huh? Oh, my God. You no. ever see that movie? No. I, I have seen it, but I don't remember too much. Much. I'm terrible with things like have you, have you ever heard this heard of this actor before or this movie I'm like nope and then they'll show me I'm like oh yeah I've seen that before I know mm-hmm. who you're talking about and they're you're like, bad with names I'm also I'm bad with names terrible with them it's awful I'm especially bad with names when I'm trying to quote people on this podcast yeah <laughs> like, you're just like who said that like I don't know I forget. The, the, even the first episode I had all these names written down and I was just like well who which one was it uh Evan Peters yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> just like I'm sorry but I can't tell you who the name is I forget. The worst is when it's like people who come into work semi regularly, but not all the time. So you're just like, uh, Tara? No, yeah. not Tara. I'm kidding. We're not a kidder. Just seeing if you knew what I was talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so uh, we've established that my fans are going to be called dumpers because I can't think of a better thing to call them. So, dumpers, if ever you talk to me and I don't say your name right or I totally forget your name. Remember this moment. It's not my fault. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I, I'll totally understand because I'm the same way. You're the same way with yeah. Your, yeah, you get it. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Dude, I, I've been on this. Going, you, you talked about Italian food. I'm going to say something about it. But I've uh, been going on this unofficial uh, 
quest for the best pizza in New York. Yeah. And so far, I've only tried like six places, but I think the best place so far is Central Pizza. Central Pizza? Name drop here. Central Pizza is pretty good. Yeah, they have a pretty good one, but I'm sure there's other other ones that are better. But... Where's the closest Central Pizza? Is that one in Stewartstown? Um, it's actually in Redline. There's one in Redline? Yeah. Uh, my favorite pizza right now is Parma. Parma. I have to, Parma I have to give it a try. Shit. I'm going to tag them in this podcast, and hopefully they will give me either advertising or free pizza because I eat at Parma at least once a week. Wow. That's <laughs> good. That's a good bit. I fucking love Parma, man. Dude, I tried from this place off Jackson Street, and I was like, wow, what am I eating? In a bad way? In a totally bad way. I was so oh. I was so upset. I was like, wow. We're going to bleep out the name of that. Yeah, we're going to bleep them out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, who'd they say again? Like, There's one that's really close to where I am <laughs> that uh, is is... My dad says it's the best pizza in York, so we ate there three times. All three times, we're like, this is horrible. Nothing ruins a pizza like putting just a little too much flour on the bottom. Oh, yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. Even if it's like the corn flour, it just like kills it for Crazy sure. tomato. Crazy tomato. I love that place. Do their you like pretzel, that place? Yeah, their pretzel strombolis are super good. Man. I've never had that. Dude, yeah, check it out. Get, and get the cheese on the side and uh, extra marinara. Oh, my uh, God. You're going to be in heaven. That sounds amazing. My, yeah. uh my old roommate and the person who's either going to be on last week's episode or this upcoming week's episode, Timmy, he uh, he lives across the street from the Crazy Tomato, so he's been eating it like crazy. <laughs> what I don't like about it is they don't deliver. Yeah, that's a bummer. And you find like, a place you really like and they don't, they don't deliver. It would double the amount of money they made yeah. if they delivered, but I get it. Like, I wonder what the reasoning is why they don't deliver, like restaurants in general. Some of them I don't. don't. I'm sure Grubhub would pick something up for you there or something. Or yeah, I just don't feel like paying the convenience fee of, even though I don't feel like driving, I'm not paying somebody extra, extra. I have a syndrome, I think, where if I can summon a stranger from the internet to bring me food, I don't <laughs> care what the cost is. Yeah, but now you take into account, like, you don't know what people do at restaurants to your food. Now you've got a second person. Yeah, that's true. But, like, Uber Eats people are the best because they literally pound on your door, and as soon as it opens, they throw your food in your face, and they're gone. Yeah. Like, they don't stick around and say, oh, please sign this and yeah. make sure you give me a good review and sign, like, oh, do you have a tip for me? Nope. Uber Eats is just like, this is all digital, have this, bam, and they're gone. That's good. Like, but, get out of my face so I can enjoy my food. But at the same time, the dollar menu is the 250 menu if you go through Uber Eats for, like, McDonald's. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it, it does more than double the cost, but sometimes it's so worth yeah, it. Yeah, in the right moment, it's totally worth it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're drinking... That's yes. a good time to do that. I don't know if you know this about me, but I tend to drink. <laughs> <laughs> a beer concierge. Yes. That's uh, all right. Speaking of which, do you want to crack another one? Yes, or, yeah, yeah? definitely. Okay, so uh, we're going to take a brief break before we return with some more Disney Podcast. Hey everybody, I'm sorry to interrupt the program, I just have to say thank you to some people and tell you how to get a hold of me. First, I want to thank The Fat Rat for the use of their song, Unity, which is the one you heard just a second ago. He's very gracious to let me use it, and uh, I appreciate him very much, so that is an excellent song. You should definitely check out his music on YouTube, which is how I found him. I also want to thank Memoria for the use of our theme song, Demeter, off of the album Daughter of the Seasons. Excellent heavy metal music. I highly encourage you to go on Bandcamp and purchase that because local artists need support too. If anyone is interested in getting in touch with me, the easiest ways to do it are on through email probably. That would be discdumppod at gmail.com. That's D-I-S-C-D-U-M-P-P-O-D at gmail.com. Don't forget the little PP in there. It's important. You can follow me on social media. Uh, Twitter is at discdump. Instagram is Disc Dump Podcast. You can see lots of pictures for upcoming episodes, things like that. And then on Facebook, you can find me at the Disc Dump Podcast Fans Group. That group is a great place to see all of your teasers for upcoming episodes, discuss things with other people who like the show, and uh, reach out even to me through that. That is 
the most popular form of communication for the distub at the moment. Don't be afraid to start a discussion. Try and encourage me to cover some other forms of media that you like, anything like that. Uh, some fan shout outs today. I would like to say thank you to the Brothers Maldonado. Izzy, Shu, I heard you guys are listening. I thank you so much for checking it out. You guys are early adopters of this podcast. Thank you guys. I really appreciate you. I also want to thank Brandon Delp. Yo, Delp. How's it going? Brandon, I appreciate you. You're the shit. I also want to thank Tristan. Tristan was so kind as to spend an afternoon with me, and I appreciate him and uh, our wonderful discussion about Borat, sort of, but we also were talking about all kinds of other shit, too. All right, so without further ado, I would like to bring you back into the episode where we discuss Borat. Yeah, I definitely, I've been looking forward to, like, maybe the idea of coming up with my own podcast, but I, it's so difficult to come up with an idea. The idea is hard, but the financial investment in it is also quite hard because, like, just what's on the table here costs, if you count the computer, like eighteen hundred dollars. Oh yeah. So it's it's a lot of money goes into coming up with a mediocre setup. It's so, for a hobby. It's like yeah, uh, like my wife. Okay, so I'm about, my wife. Yeah, my wife. <laughs> so you tell me my wife's dead. High five. High five. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she was like, "You're about to turn thirty. What what do you want for your birthday?" I was like, "I don't know." She's like, "You never do a birthday party. You never you never do anything fun." I'm like, "Well, I do things fun. I just." Birthdays just aren't a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. So I told her, I said, this year, let's do something. She said, well, what, what kind of a birthday present do you want? I said, I don't know. She said, it's going to be big because you're turning 30, so make sure it's a big birthday present. So I was like, ah, oh, golf simulator. She said, okay. So you got like, a golf simulator? Dude, uh, $2,000 golf simulator. Holy shit. Yeah, so. So, okay, I don't know anything about it, but the way I'm imagining it, it is that you have a projector screen, a projector, and you hit golf balls into the screen and that's what it is. Is that yes, what it is? Yes. Te- that's awesome. Pretty much, yeah. But that's what I'll eventually get to right now. I just have the impact net. Okay. I'll have the device behind me. Mm-hmm. It's like probably about eight feet behind me. And it's a it uses uses radar technology. And you use actual golf clubs. You hit the ball and it checks your spin, the attack angle. It sounds really nerdy the way I'm describing it right now. But uh, it, you're playing actual golf. But just on and, a virtual screen. And do you have a place that you set this up? Is it yeah, in the basement? I, I have a big garage. I have a two-car garage, and it's oversized, so mm-hmm. I'll just put it in one of my bays. Okay. And right now, my wife's hating me because the car is parked in front of the house and not in the garage where it's mm-hmm. intended to be. Because it's pretty much just mapped out for just golf right now. Well, she bought you the damn thing, didn't yeah. she? So. Yeah, yeah, I know. But <laughs> she's a she's a trooper. I'm just I'm just joking, honey. If you listen to this, so. oh, I'm sure she yeah. will. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so, uh, but it's it's really cool. I haven't actually received the unit yet, but I've got the net and the mat, and I'm, I've been hitting balls like ridiculously until the uh, unit comes. But I'll just have a TV set up in front of me, to, like to the right of the golf mat. And then I'll hit into the impact net and I'll just look to the right to the TV. So it's super nerdy. It's like totally a white guy thing, I guess, where you're just talking about golf all the time. But I can't help but talk about golf like 24-7. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know a goddamn thing about uh, golf. Dude, we'll have to have you over. Yeah. We'll have all kinds of good food, booze, and just golf. And I'll have nets to protect everything. So you'll be well, all right. I was going to say, you know that I'm going to go through one of those windows. I'm oh, not no. going to do it on purpose. I, I do – I have played – more than my fair share of mini golf and it was never voluntary i hate mini golf so much yeah so and then like the idea of sucking at something for a really long time before you get good at it doesn't really appeal to me yeah so, i can't blame you i mean yeah. I, I suck at an awful lot i don't need to add things to that list this will be so, a no judgment zone okay. just come over All right. and get drunk and hit a golf ball into a screen and just watch where it goes i'm willing to try it yeah uh, just one time just one time do you still uh, golf with a former co-worker Ryan? yeah yeah truly yeah i mean him golf often during yeah. the summertime yeah when we go out golfing he kicks my ass does he he's a scratch golfer so he sh- he shoots par i so don't know what the fuck that so means. for each hole if it's a par three you're supposed to get it in the hole if you're a good golfer, mm-hmm. a scratch golfer. Then you have to get it in the hole within three strokes. Uh-huh. And he gets it in there pretty much every time in, within the the uh, the par, like whatever for par, whatever it is. And he kicks my ass. I'm like a 26 handicap. I'm awful. Yeah. But I just love golf. I just can't yeah, get away from it. I don't know what any of what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> I know that when uh, I go mini golf and they're like par six – 
it's uh, eight, nine, ten for me. Oh my god! I'll hit it either too soft or way too hard and bounce it off trees yeah. and shit. <laughs> but I, I used to know this significantly more attractive than me female, and uh, I was doing my darndest to impress her. And she and I, the only date that we discussed going on was we were gonna bring. I had for some reason I had a full set of like shitty golf clubs, and I was saying that we should go to a mini golf court with dressed up like we're doing real golfing, and then use that shit. And she was like, "Yes, we should definitely do that." Yeah. I don't remember what I did to offend her, but I did something, and uh, that never ended up happening. But I think every time you say golf, I picture her in a mini skirt, and I'm like, oh. "It's like drama. It's like drama." You're like, "Oh, but but anyway. nothing happened." No. So uh, to my current mother-in-law, don't worry about what I just said. It's it's just it's in my head. It's not real life. Yeah, it's not. I don't actually think about her in a mini skirt. And I don't. I would. I mean, I do, but no. it's, nothing's gonna happen there. I don't even know where she lives. She's probably not in the country yeah. anymore. Anyway. Is she not from here? Uh, she... I I mean. She, if she's still in this town, she is wasting a lot of talent, shall yes, we say. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, so I hope that she's doing well in her life. No idea. I don't keep track of her. Sorry, all of my girlfriend's family who does, in fact, listen to this podcast. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let, me get the, uh, let me get this out of my system. Yeah, it was, this is my podcast, goddammit. Anyway. Yeah. Like, I'd say what I want, I do what I want. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I feel like talking about um, exes initially like when you first get together with someone it's so taboo you're just like it's a no-go oh I man that's all that. i did when i met my girl <laughs> it's so bad because and not really bad i guess it's it's hard not to depends on where your maturity is at like my mine and my wife like we were kind of like eh, we weren't really about it and then the more the longer we've been together the more we're kind of like oh we just kind of like make reference to something like oh, i remember this one time and it's not so like oh my god how could you, you know? yeah i mean it's it's hard when you like start to get serious not to bring up the other times that you've gotten serious you know yeah. but yeah man it's nice to sit down with you and actually talk to you not in a work setting because yeah. i don't think we've ever spoken outside of a work setting so no, no. yeah yeah when you had first said that you were going to bring that you were that you were going to start a podcast i was like oh that's really cool but i was like i wonder if i'll actually make it on there you know what will we talk about and then it fell right into my lap the other yeah. day. I was like, oh, my God, all he says is Van Nuys, how much? Yeah, and I was like, dude, it's golden. Yes. Yeah, it was a Initially, album, yeah. it was the uh, the newest album of, of Mice and Men. Yeah, did you listen to that? I actually didn't. You sent me the link for it. And I was like, I'm going to listen to it. I'll definitely listen to it. And then it just never, never crossed my mind. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I actually sent you a link for something completely different. No. This is like porn, like gay porn. Like, no, oh, shit. It was a record from the 70s, but okay. Oh, my <laughs> Also not gay porn. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, so it's okay that you didn't listen to it. I feel like I'll be able to talk to your brother about it, which uh, for my listeners, Tristan is the reason that we have the current theme song that we have because it's your brother yeah. who does it. I'm yeah. going to sit down with him one of these days, but he's kind of hard to get in touch with sometimes. I'll yeah, he can him be. Yeah. In like three months later, he'll be like, oh, my dude, I just saw this. Sorry, bro. He loves my dude. <laughs> he is he definitely loves a my it. dude, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, what's up, my dude? And I'm like, I'm... I'm okay, yeah. Oh. It was pretty crazy. He was sharing a, a stage with August Burns Red a couple months ago. Yes, he's actually going to be um, playing a, a a show tonight in Harrisburg. I don't know. I'm going to, but I don't know the details just yet. But it's actually free. Yeah. I'm a cheapskate, besides my $2,000 golf simulator. Um, <laughs> uh, everything else in life I'm cheap about. Yeah. So uh, I guess it's kind of selfish. But I'm going to go to his show tonight, and his new band is called Wither Away. Wither Away. Wither Away. And it's, uh, it's actually a pretty cool name and really good music his other band i like some of his music but it's more like if i was gonna work out yeah gotta get hype for it yeah but this is something i can listen to on a regular it's pretty good so right on i'm excited to go watch him this is obviously gonna come out like next friday so it's not gonna be a promotional thing yet but yeah. i'm hoping to have his whole band here but at that point i'm definitely gonna need my new mic set up so yeah 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 but um yeah, I'm hoping to have him on, and then we're going to talk about Memoria and all that shit. Actually, I have a couple bands lined up that, like, the whole band is like, we'll do it. You're going to promote our music? Yeah. That's cool. So, That'd yeah. be a cool, like, spinoff on, like, a podcast to promote bands, like, just music. Just yeah. the idea that you're what you're doing now, you can do that with anything, really. You're going to be, like, World Cafe with John DeLaberto yeah. on <laughs> NPR and shit. I'm not sure who that is. I'll have to look him up. Yeah, but... he's he does Echoes. Oh, my God. Public radio. But, anyway... Um, Damon Dye. That's David Dye. That's who I'm thinking of. He does World Cafe. Anyway, I like radio a lot. <laughs> Dude, I, I dove into the podcast scene pretty heavy, so... Yeah. Uh, here's the frat, frat boy scene here that we're oh, talking shit. about. Yeah. 
Yeah, I cannot believe that they got uh, – initially I thought they were tossed out of school. Oh, yeah, but they, they left they because they were left. Being... I mean, sometimes when somebody in an article says "I voluntarily left," they are voluntarily left. Yeah, like, yeah, it's another way to get another way to tell it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like we're going to double your tuition if you're staying because you're putting a bad mark on our school or whatever. Yeah. You know, if we find out that you're going here, then people might think of us differently. Mm-hmm. I do miss South Carolina. I was actually in South Carolina for like eight years. I lived they, there. they went to South Carolina. Yeah, the South Carolina Gamecock uh, frats. Yeah. Okay. I was like, oh man, that makes us look so stupid. Like, yeah, I mean. <laughs> What can you do? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, do you remember when he was like, I don't give a fuck, I'll do it. It was like having something eaten out of your butthole or something. No, some I forget that part. It's about to happen. But, yeah, if you see him mouthing, I don't give a fuck, I'll do it, we'll pause this podcast just to see. No, I, I everything about Borat is, it's crazy because it, like I said, it attacks pretty much every everybody, mm-hmm. which is, I think, what makes it so funny because you can laugh at everybody. At the end of this scene, is that when he goes to church or did he go to church before I think this? he goes to church after this. After this, he falls asleep with his chicken in a fire. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, we're going to speak in tongues. And I was yeah. like, what the yeah, fuck are we Yeah, because it's like a Baptist church. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, at one time, I was, like, I was pretty heavy into, like, Christianity. Mm-hmm. And then uh, probably about, like, two years ago, I was like, okay, I'm, enough of this fairy tale. Yeah. You know? And I was like, oh, I'm done with this stuff. It's too much, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, when so when I look at things before, I would try and, like, understand. Now I'm just like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean, watching here? I, I don't want to say I am an atheist because I'm definitely not an atheist. But I guess agnostic is where I'm at because... I'm indifferent on everything, and I have commitment issues, and that's what agnostic is. So. Yeah. <laughs> so. My my biggest uh, issue with like think with religion in general, not to say I don't, uh, people can believe what they want to believe. I'm not like you should do this. You know, some people are crazy about it, but uh, if you're gonna say you're believing in this and you say you're this, like a Christian or a Catholic, then you should probably practice it like it's like you're supposed. Yeah, nobody to. does that. No, it's not like soul. Like uh, my wife gets on me because her her family's Catholic and she's like, oh, you know, I believe. I'm like, well, what do you do about Catholicism? And she's like, well, mm. you don't have to. I'm just like, oh. Pardon the interruption. Somehow our discussion kind of devolved from religion to poop pretty swiftly. I don't know how, I don't know why, but you may hear more of that story later, but I think that there are incriminating names and things like that in it that I just had to chop the whole story out. So uh, back to it. Anyway, uh, so that was a different segment. Now we're back into this podcast. Yeah, now we're back into the original uh, podcast. Eight, um, mo- eight months later. Eight minutes later. Um, <laughs> no, it actually did say eight months later there. <laughs> oh, shit. We, we're at the end of the movie behind oh, me. Oh, my God. He, he tried to capture Pamula. One day, uh, she, he break out and he get this. Yes, this you will he, never get this. You will never, never get, get this. this. He shows her his fashion. Anyway, um, <laughs> I did that all backwards. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> he shows her his vagine. Vagine. In today's society, that's acceptable. Anyway. Yeah. Um, We're at the part in the movie where uh, the guy's, he's like, I'll get you a, a new arm when I go to America. And then he comes back. <laughs> To actually Romania, where they're actually filming mm. the movie, and uh, he's got his fucking fist dildo he on got the fist tape dildo. to his arm. It's <laughs> 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 like, oh, there's this new arm, I guess. It is yeah. a hand. And, like, these Romanian people, they did, like, a class action lawsuit against him where because he yeah. said they were in Kazakhstan, and they thought they were going to be, like, represented. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> to better their economy or to better their living situation. I got iPod, he got iPod mini, and everyone knows it's for girls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he cannot afford radio class. Yeah. But I get this. I get this. <laughs> this is my sister. He this makes is out my with sister. And the opening scene of this prostitute. movie. The opening scene of this movie is one of the like most iconic just because he makes out with his sister, and this is my wife. And she's like, why don't you dig a hole for your mother? Then? Yeah. It sets the tone for the movie like very quickly. <laughs> yes, it does. Oh my God. So, like, when I think of this movie, I obviously think of the scene where they're naked and rolling around. I think of the bear scaring the small children. Yeah. I think of... The shit bag. uh, I don't even think... You think of the shit bag? I think of the shit bag because it's just so funny. Because I'm like, 
I could see myself doing that. Really? I would shit in a bag. You know what they call that? They call it a hot bag. A hot bag. They that call makes it sense. a hot bag. If you're on a bus and they say don't shit in the toilet, you shit in a bag, and then you throw the bag out. They call it a hot bag. Oh my god! You know, you've seen Billy Madison, another movie we're going to talk about for a sec. I guess where you shit in a bag, or you get dog shit and you light it on fire and set it on someone's doorstep and then ring your doorbell and run. Mm-hmm. I've actually done that. Why would you do that, you terrible person? Because it was a movie, and I was like <laughs> yeah. eleven. Or 12 and i was like i'm doing this it's like know? this and jackass are the two things i do so here we, we go. did plenty of jackass stunts too <laughs> yes you're right but yeah uh, i think he saw us jumping behind a roll of carpet mm-hmm. and uh that didn't make a difference because he still he still stepped on the on the bag of shit because it was, it was on pissed. fire on yeah. his porch it was gonna burn his house down there's there's two options no it was concrete oh okay it well, was concrete porch and he, he didn't have a placemat or whatever you would call those uh yeah uh, a doormat. Yeah, doormat. Yeah, placemat. <laughs> you know what makes this story totally believable? Is what? that you hid behind carpet? A carpet roll. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's a fine detail you can't really make up on no, the spot. No, like, like I'm trying to imagine, like, I'm for some reason I'm imagining cars parked in the yard if they have carpet rolled up in no, the yard. No, <laughs> it's out, it's like tra- day before trash day. Oh, uh, okay. And it's like a suburban neighborhood, mm-hmm. and you got a shit bag on fire in your porch step. Yeah. On Friday night, and it's like, oh my god. <laughs> it's like, who, who would do that? Jesus Christ. Okay, so the format of this show is I have to decide, am I going to keep this DVD, or am I going to dump it? What do you think I should do? I think you should keep it. It's a classic, and I think it um, it's a DVD that was produced around the time just before PC culture started to really ramp up. Mm-hmm. So it's still somewhat accept or it was acceptable at the time. Mm-hmm. And it might be this dude would be so canceled if this oh came out. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. no question about it. So I came into this certain I was gonna dump it. Really? I was certain this is I was a gonna classic. dump it. I'm so surprised. But watching it in preparation for this there's no fucking way I'm getting rid of this Yeah, movie. there's no way. It's <laughs> a gem. It's, it's going to be impossible to find in the future Yeah, with the way that the political climate is and yeah. shit. If you can't find Louis on DVD right now because he happened to jerk off in front of some ladies <laughs> who didn't particularly like it, which, I mean, I empower them. Great, 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 wonderful. Okay, don't cancel me. Anyway. Yeah, um, just don't look at it. Just, just, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, if something like that gets canceled, there's no way we'll be able to find Borat in the future. No, so, they're going to ban it. Uh, yeah. They have to eventually. What's crazy about the disc is that it looks like someone's burned disc and they wrote Borat on it, but that's what it actually came as. Yeah. Like, they anticipated this being, like, so controversial and, uh, like, they incorporated that into their, like, disc art, which I thought was crazy. So, yeah, I, I, I'm I, having a hard time saying dump it. Like, this yeah. one might be one we keep. It's kind of like Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, it's such a stupid movie, Stop. but it's so funny when you watch it. You're just like, oh, I see what you're doing there. Okay, okay. So, have you ever seen the movie Gentleman Broncos? No, I can say for sure I have not. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do: the next time that you come on this podcast, you're gonna come over two hours early. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna drink a bunch of beers. All right, and then we're gonna watch this fucking movie, and then we're gonna come down here and we're gonna talk about it. It's made by the same guy that does Napoleon Dynamite. But it has way more plot. Like, way more plot. All right. The whole premise is that it's, like, a kid who's a sci-fi author, and he enters a contest where there's, like, a famous sci-fi author is the judge, and the famous guy plagiarizes his work. So this kid is trying to prove that this famous guy plagiarized his work. But that plot that I just explained to you takes so long to play out. (laughs) Because it's it's the guy who did (laughs) Napoleon Dynamite, and Sam Rockwell's in it. And Sam Rockwell plays, like, the when they read the story out loud or when they're reading it, it turns into, like, scenes in the movie. And Sam Rockwell is, like, the lead character in both of the sci-fi stories. But, like, the other guy is, like, trying to change what it looks like. So he made him into, like, a transvestite space alien. Oh, my and God. it's fucking ridiculous. The end scene of that movie, Sam Rockwell is doing some crazy shit with, like, taxidermied animals and stuff. It gets fucking wild. Dude, so, yeah. Well, uh, well, I know you like to stay up late. <clears throat> I mean, I used to. Well, yeah, you used to, but on the weekend, are you still down to stay up late? When I was in Vegas, I went to bed at 9 o'clock every night. 9 o'clock? Oh, my God. But that's three hours later, so it was like midnight. Okay, yeah. So, you know. Yeah, it's a three-hour difference. Yeah, but we'll we'll do it. We'll do it. All right, yeah, because I'm saying maybe we can do it like a Friday night after I get off work. 
It's like eleven thirty. That's gonna be tough. That would be tough. Well, yeah, That's we wouldn't get to it until like we might two need o'clock to do it on a Saturday. It's <laughs> 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 like, hey, let's map out the whole weekend, babe, because I'm going to do another podcast. I'm yeah, like, well, you and these podcasts. Maybe she'll come back. And come like, with Dig you. a hole for yourself, woman. <laughs> so you mean to tell me my wife is dead? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think we're gonna go with keep it. My girlfriend's gonna be pissed. <laughs> oh, she doesn't like the movie. She doesn't like anything that's not PC. So oh she's, no! Yeah, she's gonna have a hard time with it. We decided to dump Casino. So I mean, if we're dumping Casino, we're not dumping this movie. Casino. Yeah. But, you ever see that movie? No. It's a Martin Scorsese movie. I don't know if you're talking like Casino Royale. <laughs> no, no, Casino. It's a. Uh, it's last week's episode. You'll have to check it out. Uh, it came out yesterday in our recording time, but it's last week according to okay. everybody else. So uh, yeah, we we decided spoilers, I it's, guess, for the episode. That's why it says 1995. No, it's, it is from the year 1995. Okay. I think this one's from 2006 or seven. I don't remember what year this Yeah, I don't know. Out. I'm sure by the end we'll figure it out. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we're keeping it. And uh, I uh, in the ad spot, I've already thanked Memoria for the use of our theme song to meet her off of the album Daughter of the Seasons. Great album, great songs. Um, and we're probably already thanked the Fat Rat for our intro or our outro music and our uh, ad music. Thank you so much for coming on our podcast, Tristan. Yeah, it was a blast, man. I, I, I really look forward to the next time. Yeah, fuck yeah. We can, <laughs> we can probably sit down here and record some more after this just to be fun. So we're keeping it, and I'm coming up with a new way to sign off of the episodes, right? So I'm going to say, don't forget to, and then I come up with a simple sentence, and then you're going to say, and, and then you're going to come up with a simple sentence. All right, all right. Just whatever it is. Don't forget to close your third eye. And wipe your ass. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>